Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. the people at the moment that's what that was so we can't afford to have nobody represent us in the eyes of the people unless they stand on a square hundred thousand percent you understand me so listen i get calls dm messages from people all the time they stand on a square for a moment they speak truth to power and they hit me up and say keys look this a new a new way for me right now. I ain't never been here. I need you. I might need your advice on this. Now listen, brother. Listen, sis. You might not be ready for this operation. You got to go check your ties first. If anybody has power over you, can have say so in what you can and cannot do, then you might not be ready for this yet. You would have to be unapologetic, ready to step away from it all in order to sacrifice, speak truth, and be independent. Because the gods, I know they independent and say, fuck them, and we keep on moving. You understand me? And where we at right now is a do for self and put your family in a position. If your family ain't in a position, it don't matter what you're talking about, what kind of truth you want to stand on. You don't have the legs to stand on for yourself because the system and your ties become your crutches. Power can seize nothing without demand. And only a man that does for himself can demand because he has power and rulership. So when we on our paradigm shift to unapologetic great blackness and we speaking to each other, it ain't nothing to apologize for. If it's truth, it ain't nothing to apologize for. And if you have a greater truth, then I need you to speak that in public as loud as you spoke the previous truth to let me know that you have superior knowledge. And now we got to go debate that knowledge to see if that knowledge stands up to the scrutiny of even superior knowledge. That's how we dialogue and we cipher in public. I don't care because another people say that they may face persecution. Our people have been facing persecution for the last 450 years plus. You understand me? And so anytime a white man speaks, anytime Donald Trump speaks, anytime these politicians speak, they put us at risk of even further persecution. So you can't tell me that another, you can't tell me that I can't speak truth because it may harm another community because of their history. When everything they say harms us, 
into those prisons are filled up with another group of people besides predominantly black people in America until we're no longer the largest population of slaves in the world. Ain't no other people can tell me nothing. So I don't want to hear whether a person sold out or not. Y'all making it irrelevant. We talking about what's the standard. We ain't making this personal. Nick Cannon is just one person. He a pawn in the game of this reality. We talking about the standard. The standard is we don't back down. We don't move away. The standard is we stand up, we train, and we back each other up. That's the standard. That's what I'm here to say. The standard, if you want to be dangerous, be dangerous all the way. If you want to be dangerous, be dangerous all the way. Otherwise, I ain't met a dangerous millionaire, billionaire yet. I ain't met him. Y'all point them out to me so I can see. I'll vet it for you. But the ideas that my that the shifters come up with, the red pills, the blue pills, the dare graces, the Ben X's, you understand me? That's dangerous to me. That's dangerous. Those ideas of do for self and be independent. We ain't got no Jewish bosses, business partners. We ain't got no white folks over us. That's dangerous to me. Speak truth to power. Y'all saying Robert F. Smith? Robert F. Smith got a billion. I ain't seen him do nothing dangerous with it. All respect to the brother, Robert Brothers. But I'm just saying, you put a billion in the right hand, it ain't about the status of a billionaire. It's about what you do with what you have that makes you dangerous, not what you have that makes you dangerous. I ain't met, I ain't seen, I don't know of. You understand me? Today, I just wanted to step in and vent for a second. Let the trolls stay. You understand me? Let them politic. I don't care. You understand me? What's going on with the God? Did you say that you didn't know um, said a billionaire or a millionaire? I mean, like, dangerous. those hype multimillionaires that the world hype up and a, and a community hype up. You understand um, me? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know none of them. Nah, they 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 uh they missing in action. They MIA, and I ain't talking about Miami either. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't I don't know of them. I haven't seen them produce ideas, take over systems, monopolize industries. You understand me? And create results. Now, I would dare say, our Ice Cube falls into a great category of somebody uncompromising right now. That's that's holding down. That that spirit that he grabbed back from back in the nineties when he was on his FOI type of activities. I get cued that. Yeah. The reason why the reason why I agree, I agree with you, and I feel that Cube is do he's one of the most effective ones because he came into the game, right? He created a paradigm that is still very powerful in that whole music scene in LA and whatnot. And he went militant. He went street militant when he got down with the bomb squad and he got down with the nation. He broke away from NWA. He balked on Jerry Heller, who was of the same, you know, he belongs to the same club. 
that's out here stepping on people. Yeah, one of the so-called. Exactly, but Jerry Heller has a special place in this whole story that we're talking about, especially when we make our case against this group. Jerry Heller's and Wikipedia as the father of gangster rap. So theoretically, if Jerry Heller goes down as the father of gangster rap, how many bodies does Jerry Heller have, Jerry Heller have on his hand? What does the finances of Jerry Heller's legacy what do the benefactors of Jerry Heller, Heller's legacy, his children, his investors, the companies that he's aligned with, what do they have? Because we know we could show detrimentally through the numbers with gangster rap and what, quote unquote, the, what, what the trickle down effect of gangster rap was in our communities based off of what was in our communities prior to it. So Ice Cube warned you about Jerry Heller. Easy E stayed with Jerry Heller, and they had a special person who always keeps showing up in, in stories of betrayal, and that's Dr. Dre. Tupac warned you about him. Tupac went to his grave warning you about him, right? He said that he'll sell you out. And if anybody uh, was um, privy to hear Dr. Wesley Muhammad speak about the effects of the Dre headphones, the, the Beats headphones, right? The ones that Dr. Dre put together with uh, Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine being another person with bodies on his hand because Jimmy Iovine is interscope. So how many gangster rap, how many anti, how many misogynistic artists, how many anti-black women artists if anybody remembers the trajectory of N.W.A., they went from a group that was the West Coast public enemy. Because F, F the police, right? Because I told the elder, Melchizedek, that I'm going to chill with the profanity. So F the police, right? Um, express yourself, right? That's early N.W.A. That's when they were like Panther-like. They were they you know they had a they had a, a street panther type of feeling to them. They wasn't saying I rather f you and all of that uh, niggas for life. That came after Ice Cube left and it did no Vaseline. Then they they were following Jerry Heller and Jerry Heller made a minstrel show out of them. Henceforth CB4, right? And it was always Dr. Dre at the helm selling us out. So. Interestingly enough, we find ourselves here, Brother Keys, where a lot of the lessons that I've heard you give, a lot of the lessons that Derek Grace has given, a lot of the lessons that Brother Blue, Pop Darby, there's some feedback. Is that my phone? Yeah, I don't hear the feedback. Okay. If the family's fear and the feedback, let me know. If it's just me, it's okay. But there's been a contingent. Uh, your brother, what, what's the brother? A billionaire, uh, Wall Street, Wall Street built that's name. Uh, Wall Street Trapper. Yeah, Wall Street Trapper. Uh, billionaire PA's been telling us there's been so many people speaking about the power of not just ownership. What did Minister Farrakhan say during the Criterion speech? He said, if you know the truth, you have to speak it and stand on it. Out of all of the people in the world who had the opportunity to be there in, in live, Nick Cannon was an invited guest. He saw that live. 
And one of the one of the last words that Minister Farrakhan he gave a charge to the hip hop, right? The hip hoppers who, when you think about it, we should we we, we should remind the hip hop artists that although they are invited to sacred spaces to hear people like the minister speak and other of ma- other of our master teachers, you know, it should be explained to them that, you know, that there's still some pending charges out there on them. Like there's still secret indictments that are out there. Like these, these are artists who have played single handedly the role of um, what we would com- consider to be a traitor or treason towards our people because they were at the direct beck and call of Robert of, of Sumner, Sumner Redstone. They were at the direct beck and call of Liar Cohen. They were actually carrying out directives of theirs. Yo, I want you to talk more about black women in a negative manner. That sells. Yo, I want you to pour champagne. Oh yeah, that looked nice. Yo, um, Peter Rosenberg. Yo, let's listen to the top. 20 uh records of 19 of 90 so he plays all of the negative gangster rap all of the i'm shooting black people hip-hop right this is how they relate to us this is how they're speaking to us yo they want they can't wait to see snoop dogg and dmx go at it because that's the field that they like to see us in right uh, Mandingo wrestling like in the Django while they eat the skittles and whatnot they can't wait for that yeah, and all of that shit, man. Hey, but, at the, at the look, end of the day, bro, all of yeah. that shit, that versus TV shit, all of this entertainment that we build off of, all of the media when we do get power and control off of it, we don't do nothing with it. You understand me? Like, at the end of the day, cool. We can see y'all go back and forth with hits and hear y'all got 400,000, 500,000, a million people and don't utilize that platform whatsoever to be constructive and be powerful for our people and really raise the voices that will be unapologetic and stand behind those voices. You understand well, me? Well, I, I, I want to I I interject two ideas into the ionosphere while we have all of these beautiful people in the building tonight. Because remember, the power of the right now is the real power. Being live like this is the power. So I would say this, two things, because it's called Versus. So I would elect Cambada, right, versus any one of these hip hop artists. Twenty songs of Cambada versus any one of these, any one of the mainstream artists, and he'll body with them. And then I want to see Richard Griffin. Richard Griffin, that's the new name for for, 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 uh, for Professor Griff, according to Nick Cannon. You know that, right? I seen that shit. He said his government. What's going on here, brothers? What are you telling on him? He's, how you gonna say his government? Who the hell is Richard Griffin? He said, Nick Cannon said, yo, based on the interview I did with Richard Griffin, yeah. <laughs> Professor Griff. I had to read that twice. Huh? I had to read that twice. I had to read it three times. So Richard Griffin in the verses, because keep in mind, they got us Mandingo fighting and verses each other with these albums and these songs. Well, we want to debate. How about one of? How about Richard Griffin versus uh, uh, Spencer? Uh, what's his name from Alt Right or one of their intellects? 
bring one of their rabbis. Don't they got intellects on that side? We want a versus. Let's well, stop getting in our feelings. How about Peter Rosenberg? Feed I, us, I know, feed I know this. Well, I know. You know what? Either there's only two options from here. You revert right back to what you said you was gonna not do, and you come back on this side unapologetic and say, "Fuck it." You know what? I'm gonna pull some masterful shit, get my platform, get the rights to my shit, come back and do my show exactly how I did it at first. You understand me? Or you placate to the other side and you bow down to the powers, which also means that you can no longer align with those who will speak that type of truth on your platform. So there are no picking sides. There are no playing both sides in this. You cannot be for both communities at once. That's like saying I'm for my family, but I'm for your family. No, you can only be for your family. You understand me? And anybody that is against your family, you against them. You understand me? So at the end of the day, I know that, you know, your platform can never be used the same once you apologize. Unless you're saying that I only did this for a masterful chess move to come back, grab my shit, and then I'm back on my bully. <laughs> Look, check this out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the two options right there? Those are the only two options that I see will fit the black standard. Alright, well I would say this. The first one, that's a reach. That's oh, you know, oh, reach, reach. For all of the battle rappers on Wildin' Out, they'll let everybody know what a reach means. That's a super reach. That's like trying to make uh, Orange rhyme with Karin. I don't know about that. Hey, you uh, know, that's why I'm thinking of the polar opposites. But then the other option, like I said, was that you bring back Cannon Class, but that means that you have to censor your speakers. You cannot bring anybody. If, if Professor Griff on Cannon Class was a problem, right? It only gets more. It only gets more um, intense from there. Hey, last time I seen Nick, you said he put me on there. Now listen, I'm not gonna hold my Look, tongue if I was to get on that thing. Man, bro, the first time I seen Nick, he told me that he'll put me on there, and that's when he filmed me, my mother, Chef Aki, Blue Pill, KT the Arch Degree, Inky, and a few other people for the Sabi documentary. Did you see any one of us in the trailer? How are you not going to sell the trailer with Chef Aki? I mean, you but know we'll what? Talk about that another day. Yeah, That's my yeah. thing, though. But That's my thing. What happened when a shark smells fear when you in the water with it? Oh, he come to bite. What happened in the hood where Sharquisha smells fear and the opponent or the op that she's beating down. They come to play bully. She got dog walker. What happens in a shootout when you, you clap at somebody and they don't clap back and they start running? You gonna gun them down, run Ricky, run. So if you apologize in the way that he apologized, that's called fear. And I smell fear. Every single person who heard that recessive statement of a mayonnaise complexion is going to demand that he kisses their ring every time that they see him. Hey, but but worse than that, worse than that, because when I look at my DMs, I got these fools thinking that that justified 
as if now they like, well, Nick Cannon apologized because he realized what was wrong. So now they come in and saying, well, you need to realize the error of your way because he was a man and apologizing that he was treating the people wrong. And that's like, that's not the reality. It's two you different realities, you, Chief. You, hold on. You said people in your DMs telling you that? Yeah, I got, I got a bunch of Jews, Jews in my DMs. You understand oh, me? Sending me all of these screenshots. I mean, sending me all this information about Nick Cannon and Jews and statistics and shit like that. Which, which, which to me just means that they fans and they want me to uh, 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 acquiesce to them. But I've never, listen, I don't have no reason to even, uh, uh, um, even play to any other party besides black people. Like, I don't have no Jewish partners. I don't have an overwhelming white constituency. I don't have no ties outside my community. You understand me? Like, where, where, where's the, where's the, they ain't even, they ain't even coming over here saying, Keys, I got a million dollars, man. I need you to think like Nick. They talking about some, he apologized, so you should think like it. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta at least give me something to turn down. <laughs> so, in in so many ways, in so many words, you're being, that's the shakedown, right? Where I come from, that's all a shakedown, right? Because, what he's done by, by apologizing, he's opening up a can of worms for this quote unquote um, these people to begin to what to make people take a knee. Remember Game of Thrones when the whole last season was about taking a knee, right? Submitting. You have to bend the knee, right? So by them making people go on a they gonna perp walk me, right? They did it with the short accent. Take a knee. What did he do? But you know when, when somebody say, "Yo, I'm going to Israel to check out the, about the Holocaust," nigga, that's taking a knee. You understand? Because the ultimate conversation is never. It is this. They saying, "Yo, yo, 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 sound getting worse." There's something going on over there. There's Jews, and then there's Jewish people. There's Israelites and there's Israelis. So, at the end of the day, there's there's no half-truth. There's one truth. The one truth is that the chosen people are us. That the ones who this, this book speaks of inequivocally are us. There's no other way around it. You don't need to even be what is considered to be conscious to know that. Even people that are woke supposed to know that. So to set the whole woke community back 500 years, I witnessed that. That's not a good thing. They're going to teach people that it's okay to acquiesce and to bend at the knee. Didn't Viola Davis say that she was ashamed of being in the movie to help? And now niggas is out here being the help? And that's not the time that we are. We're not on that energy. We ain't on big help energy. But see, this you got that- you got you got women like Jamil Hill, you Ooh. got brothers like um, I forgot who that other dude is. I know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, you got all of these 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 folks that's been in bed, that's been you know holding the nuts of these people for so long, man, and and they just got so many of the entertainment and Hollywood community compromised. That's, that that is that is what it is, and and, and we gotta. We got to exercise an exorcism, you feel me, out of our community to say, you know what? Either y'all rock with us or y'all rock with them, but there's no in-between. 
And you gotta, you just gotta step that shit down. I don't care what your resume was before this, but the ultimatum is, is that you rock with us or you rock with them. And let us know, please, completely yes. let us know so we can cut you off 100%. Your life should be protected by them. You understand me? When you speak, speak for them. I hope they 100% take you into their fold. We are no longer your consumer base. We no longer your brother, your kin, your friend. You understand me? Because if that's who you capping for, then make sure that you on their side. You understand me? Because at the end of the day, when folks pull up, they don't care whether you're anti-Semitic, they see a black man. You understand me? They don't ask you what your what your ideas because the anti-blackness, you understand me, the racism that the 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 so-called have placed upon the Ethiopian Jews and the African Jews. You understand me? It's a history that they can't dismiss. That's prominent in their own history. You understand me? It's three ways that they say you can be a Jew. It's either through religion, it's through family, you understand me? Uh, or, 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 or it's um, through blood. You understand me? Directly through blood ties. And, and, and so that means that those who claim the heritage, you understand me, or claim the religion, or born in the family, whether they believe in the religion itself, you feel me? They can be a part of it. Now, so if we say that we the children of uh, 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 we the real Hebrews or the children of Israelite or whatever it may be, then that's taking a direct stake and claim. But you're not going to see no invitation to black folks from the state of Israel from 1948 when they first started their shit because they were trying to keep the Ethiopians who had a rightful claim, you understand me, to those tribes. They weren't fucking with them. It wasn't until they start receiving pressure from the American government because of the, the Zionist religion was trying to force the Afro-Asiatic, you understand me, individuals was practicing their Jewish uh, uh, um, in a in a in a in a um, in an Afro, you understand me, manner, Afrocentric manner, and they wasn't rocking with that, so they pushed them on the outskirts. They didn't want to let right. them in. You understand me? So That's even right. when you look at their own history, it's racist. The Ashkenazi Jews are those white people, you feel me, that that's put out there, they got the twist and stuff. But where the dark skinned Jews at? How come it ain't no dark skinned Jews running the country? You understand me? Where's the equivalent of where you see them dark-skinned Ethiopians running things out there? That's the billionaires That's right. and things of that nature. So the representation of the colorism in their own society on which they say that they hold the framework for being Jews and upholding their community, they already ostracized their own. You understand That's me? Right. Even within their own framework. So the racism that exists is a very white supremacist racism. You understand me? Because anything that falls under the spectrum of colorism is white supremacy. So Jews already fall under that. And then the we didn't even got to go past that history when they look at what they've done to black people. When they look at they, what they've done to their own ones that they accept as Jews. You understand me? That's enough bad history to look at. Sometimes we go too far. We say y'all ain't cleaned up your own goddamn house. You understand me? So... Ain't no way you can you can tell me that any level of criticism, but of course this platform is owned by a so-called. You understand me? A so-called own this platform. Well, so of course we go get that. The case for separation could not be stronger. The case for complete separation could not be more profound. It cannot have more talking points than it has now. If we cannot exercise our freedom 
to think for ourselves, if we cannot exercise our God-given freedom to express ourselves, express yourself. If we can't, if we can't have the ability to do business without a middleman putting us under threat and coercion to agree to whatever lie that they perpetuate to us, keep in mind, it is of no coincidence that history will show the fact that the truth is is almost moving at a light speed and everybody is not catching up to the truth at the same time. But one day everybody's going to catch up to the truth that we have caught up to. That you're going to, when you enter, when you research all of this stuff about these children that are missing, when you research a lot of this stuff about these sexual, uh, these sex rings, these pedo rings, these uh, these sex trafficking rings, these organ harvesting rings, these organ transplanting rings, these all of these rat lines. Going all the way back to where the ecstasy is coming from, where the pills is coming from, where a lot of the chemicals are coming from. Why are they coming from the same place? Why is this place Tel Aviv the capital of all things, you know, anti-life? Why is the quote unquote uh why is San Fernando Valley where melanated women are being desecrated? The temple of Isis is being desecrated in the porn industry. Why do they run that? Why is all of the magazines that are perpetuating the myth of quote unquote white superiority and them being dominant and them being the creators of culture? Why are all of these magazines owned by y'all? What did they what kind what the deal did they broker with you to make you the perpetrator? You're the ledgers. Remember, they are the ones you broke it down earlier. They are the ledgers. They are the ones who kept the records. They are the insurers. They are the ones who kept they know where all of the bodies are buried. They know the system. They are in agreement they're with the, the system. Lawyers. Empire of their they're own. They're the bookkeepers, they're the, they're they're the, the accountants. What deal did y'all broker in Hollywood to when, when they let you into highbrow society, when they let you into Anglo-Saxon society, they allowed you to marry their daughters. What deals did you broker with them? Because you ran and you ran into African American images, right? And you desecrated them, and you suppressed them, and you didn't. You you gave Elizabeth Taylor, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you you gave her the role of a goddamn goddess. You, you you perpetuated blackface with the jazz singer and a whole bunch of other things, and you pushed the minstrel um, narrative, and you pushed the zoot suit, you pushed the what did what did um, Wesley Muhammad call it? He he, he gave it a, a zip coon. You pushed the zip coon narrative. That was y'all. The pogroms. Wait a minute. The pogroms. The same persecutions that chased you out of Europe. What did those pogroms come from? Oh my goodness. Those pogroms were a result of you bringing pornography into communities. And what? Oh my goodness. LBGT lifestyles? It can't be. And what? Children being kidnapped? They called it blood libel. You're kidding me. That's what the pogroms were about? 
Oh, man. And that's what's going on now? Interesting. And the word Epstein and Weinstein, oh, those are the steams. And, oh, Mr. Who, Bill Gates, all of those people in the law, man, oh, man. Seems like they all, oh, what's the name, Griselda? Not Griselda, uh, Griseline Maxwell. Oh, her father is Mossad? Oh, man. Oh, wait. Harvey Weinstein was the top guy in Israel? You serious? You mean to tell me he has a lot of tapes on black people and orgies? Oh, my goodness. He did what to Lupita? Crying, crying out loud. He's a monster. He got a pussy. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Epstein, he was the top pimp. They call him Big Zaddy. He, oh, really? He got a lot of these black people laid? That was him? He was doing that? Everything is connected. That's what people are going to find out. That when it's all said and done, but you know, we, 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 we had this conversation. What was that? Blue, I was talking to somebody on the line the other day. I was saying that we are going at the... White supremacy is the old enemy, right? There's multiple enemies in this play, right? So so yeah. if, if we really break it down, you got to look at the Catholic Church and the Pope, right? He's the ultimate the ultimate Satan. You understand me? He's, that's, like, the, that's, he's like the final, he's the final boss. Yeah, right? he the final boss. He the one that own all this shit. You understand me? You got the crown out in Britain. You understand me? More devils to fight. You got the so-called Jews. You understand me? More devils to fight. That's that's the Satan reign. They the one who control the magic. You understand me? They control the media. They control the Hollywood, the sex accord stuff, all of that. Then you got then you got the white supremacist. You understand me? The white supremacists are not at the top of the game. You understand me? They're the criminals, the underbosses, the demons, but they're not the Satan. You understand me? They're the demons that's out here running shit for the bosses that they get privilege. Then you got the, the, the white supremacists under them. Um, of course, you got the politicians. You got the judges. You got the, the police officers. You understand me? And then you got the regular common basic hillbilly white folks that are the voter class you understand me and then anything under that is just not even alive no 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 no. and then you have governmental you got social workers you have child services Mm -hmm. you got lawyers you got the teachers you know what i mean you got people that work at the meat plants you got to factor in all of that because that's still all of that bottom feed yeah, but that's a great breakdown right there. And it's, it's just looking at how many enemies. And then, so once you get into that, right, because you talk, all of those represent mentalities. They represent spectrums of thinking. People, you got bloodlines, and then under the bloodlines are uh, mindsets, right? Because once you get past the, the bloodlines are like the pure holders of the power. Those are the, the, the popes and things of that nature. And below the bloodlines, you got the royalty. You understand me? And then after the royalty, then you got mindset. This is where you get to race. So it go from blood, royalty to race. You understand me? But of course, the government bloodline, but they they still practice a lower form of that shit. Right? But they still hold that shit together. It's called corporate culture, right? Or the state of. Now, 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 hold on. Oh, no, no, go ahead and finish that point. 
I'm saying like the state of New York, the state of California. That's the state of mind. That's an egregore. That's right. A, that is a, a thought form. So, so the point I wanted to get on that particularly is that once you once you look at that, don't look at that as all oh, these are just pale faced people, because you got a lot of melanated people who are in the mixture of all of that. That's why the, the racial consciousness is the lowest form of observation. So it's like if a racist looks and observes an individual and finds their hatred based upon their observation of race. You understand me? These are sight antics. You can't take on the antics of a person who is a low observer and then observe life from that standpoint. You're missing reality. Because yeah, it's impossible. It's, it's a view. Yeah, you don't do that. We are quantum thinking, moving, visionary, you understand me, minded individuals. But in that stands, and especially in Hollywood, anybody in Hollywood and entertainment, they take on the mind of their master. You understand me? And because at during 1964, when black folks got civil rights, guess who also you understand me? Got more rights. The Jewish community is documented. Yes, that fact. they were able to go into more places when segregation was over. They also was able to get more jobs. Ford was not rocking with the Jews back in the day. He wasn't letting them in their hard labor uh, jobs. So they circumnavigated and went through the paperwork. You understand me? And say, well, we're going to be the ones that the account. Everybody said, well, I got a Jewish lawyer. You understand me? It's the braggadocious statement. Everybody's right. my, my accountant is Jewish. Don't get my money my right. So that means that they're the money movers, planners, and speakers for the people. The greatest lawyers and the greatest magicians are what? Jewish people. These are all the same uh, occupation. You understand me? So what they did is they took free professions and they made them real occupations and full-time occupations. They made their own way in their own wave and they studied particular things and they took over. Now, when I look at these things, I'm not looking at them to be out here. Uh, uh, like, I don't even think when, when people we speak about the Jewish community, it's more observation than it is a, oh, I hate them. I don't know nobody personally going out their way to say, let's go commit some racist act against a Jew. No, it's an observation and a criticism and a and, 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 and some of it is of admiration to say, well, shit, this is how we should be running our shit. But they know. It's a fact-finding. It's a fact-finding. Yes. And, and not only an observation, it is similar to what they do to us. They are known for their ledgers. They're known for their data collectors. They study us to the T all the way down to our DNA. So why wouldn't we do the same thing with them? I'm intrigued to know who these strange people are. So we're going to break them down. We're going to end because we have not been indoctrinated in public school as to the history and the intricate history and the exciting history of these people and the people who, you know, we've been told, you know, we've been told that these are these people, but we found out that they're, they're, they're Jewish. Right. So I'm still the wordsmithing is pop. See, listen, like so this is what you have to be able to dissociate and to have discernment when it comes to the different type of people that we're dealing with. You understand me? Like, unfortunately, when it comes to the original people, right? We're gonna we're gonna step out the word magic for a second and just go to the original people. When it comes to the original people, we deal with every other people sometimes as if they're the same. You understand me? We we don't look at the the mason builders, the wordsmiths, the lecturers, the 
uh, 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 the, 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 the disguises and shapeshifters and fool magicians and chemists. We don't look at them for their occupation of who they are. You understand me? We say that these are the ops. No, break down your ops. They all do different things. That's you understand nice. me? So you have to understand it from stop looking at it from a color spectrum of us versus white folks. All of them are not white folks. These are the, the words matter. It creates the observation. So when you say that, oh, these people are the paper pushers, they're the ones behind the papyrus. They're the ones behind the contracts. They understand the laws the best and their interpretation of the laws give them an ability to interpret the laws and manipulate them based on how they see fit, based on how the contracts have been constructed. Even though they didn't write the Constitution, they understand the magic that was used when it was written. And they take that same formulae and they construct it however they want to because if the greatest lawyers are Jews, then they are also the ones who are changing and bending the laws. So they're like, they're like Neo in the Matrix bending and rippling things. You understand me? And saying that this is not really what you think it is. We can bend the spoon with our mind. And once we understand, like, hold on, we wanted to be lawyers because we admired the idea of getting into a pristine occupation and putting ourselves in a class. We didn't say no. We want to do it so that we can start to interpret the laws in our own way so that when a brother get locked up for something, we're not saying whether you did something wrong. We want to make sure that the law fits what you did to say that you were right. It's a different sort of magic. It's sleight of hand. Ask yourself, why does it's, it's abracadabra? You understand me? The movie usual suspects is a very interesting movie if, if the family was has not had the privilege of watching that movie i highly suggest that you go and watch that movie coincidentally the character that kevin spacey played verbal right is the proverbial jew mm. because the usual suspects was breaking down the different nationalities of this man that you call the white man I remember Mr. Gold, Mr. Green and all, this white man is built of different nationalities the way that you approach Europeans from this day on family is you ask them what is the nation of descent, what is your nationality right, because that's how you could determine what type of European you're dealing with and how to deal with them right. based off of your based off of your constitution man know thyself you got to know who you are in this movie to know who these people are because they know who you are but anyway verbal was able to he made up everything around him he was a mystic he was able to lie his way out of the situation hey hey, hey so red abracadabra i'm just i'm just gonna add on to what you said yes. abracadabra means i will create as i speak Yes. So the right, the, the entire power of their wizardry is their ability to create as they're speaking. That is the linguistic tongue smithing of a lawyer. That's right. That's right. That's their power. They can make whatever they want to be. Because what is legalese? It is the legalese. silver tongue. The That's snake. Right, legalese 
not English. Yes, and there are is a special language. So, so with that, right? There are no words that are definite. They are all up for interpretation. All up for interpretation. So, this is this is where we 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 forget our power, right? Let me let me finish that first thought, and we can go on this. I just wanted to say that verbal is Kaiser Sose in the movie as well. So, if y'all remember what Kaiser Sose said. He said, what, what is the biggest trick that the devil ever played? Study that movie. He, he convinced you that he did not exist. Kaiser Sose is the Jew in the whole scheme of things. He's the one that got away with the murder. That's him. That That's exact. Study that character. The devil's Kaiser advocate. Sose. Exactly. But go ahead with your wisdom. So, Understanding this world has been made off of things that have just been created, right? The discovery of conquest and things of that nature that when Britons would go to new lands, because that they were Britain and they go through a new land that wasn't already made up of what they deemed to be civilized and had these estates on them and big nations built and what they considered to be sophisticated because wherever they went, and it was their, their natural right that they brought law with them. So when they stepped on the land, then that became the land of the law. So whatever that they uh, believed in, or whatever was they law, now became the law of that land that they stepped on. Because they create as they speak, and they bring what they speak as they move. So that means that, that the, the, by the doctrine of discovery, because the Catholic Church came here first. They didn't, they didn't do it by um, force. You understand me? They didn't do it by war or conquest. They did it by discovery which supersedes conquest. That's so right. that means that the Pope is owning America. You understand me? He owned Britain. He owned all of that shit because they so-called discovered it because these Britons and these men came over there that were representing the church and saying that this is our shit. We found it first. Because right. that the native original people weren't sophisticated enough to do what we're going to do on that land. That's you understand right. me? So they say that this is ours. And then they said, okay, we discovered it. But y'all came over here later. You understand me, Vespucci, Christopher Columbus, and got lost over here. But guess what? We'll Because y'all came over here and y'all destroyed these Native American people and y'all killed millions of them, guess what we'll do? We will allow y'all to build over here and we will grant you the land. And anybody under your constitution will get rights under that land. They will become, they will have rights as citizens. Now, you can't buy the land. We own it. Remember that. We're just granting it to you as you're using it and as you're building on it. So even though, America, you owe all these countries all this money and they can buy real estate on top of that land, but they can never own the land. You understand me? So that China can never take America because America is a corporation, you understand me? Not the country that owns the land. So this business can go bankrupt and own as many people as it want, uh, 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 owe as many people as it wants to. That ain't got nothing to do with the land that the Pope owns. Because even the, the Pope gave the land to the, he, 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 he allowed the Britons to have control over that. And the Britons granted the land to America. You understand me? But y'all don't own it. Remember that. 
But because you're a citizen, you can have access to it. You have a natural right to have access to it, but you got to know how to go through the paperwork to get proper access and ownership to it. But that's another story. But the point of it is, is that all of these systems on top of systems, you understand me, have been made by the tongue and by the belief of the tongue. They've created it. But there's the complexities of these entities and these ingregors that you speak of that bind you to the energy of these entities because of the rituals that have been performed on top of it for centuries, for thousands of years. And, yeah. and every time a ritual is done on top of its original form, it strengthens and it binds the contract to that. And so the people that are born are lesser dominant frequencies than the dominant frequencies that pre-exist them. So now you're binded by the lands that you are born into. You're binded by the laws that you are born into. And you're given up and you're given and born into a social contracted system that is binded by blood and binded by sweat and binded by the fact that you consider yourself to be birthed here. You understand me? Instead of born in that womb and birthed in that womb, you consider yourself to be born in a hospital that is different. So that the hospital owns you, not your mother, because your mother was also born in a hospital and everything that she has was rice that was given up as well as a as a war to the state. And we ain't going to get into all that. But the point of it is, is that abracadabra, it's all magic, but we don't tap into the magic when we argue their formulas of words. We don't wordsmith and lawyership our words. We tell each other and dictate the words to each other based on the magic that they created. We go deep into the definitions of their books and we argue and debate with each other on how their magic is so strong that you can't change the meaning, even though they made up the meaning by their tongue. So we are at a deficit of our own understanding, our own dark magic and our own black magic. They got that shit from us and stole it from us. There's no voodoo made by the white man. He, are, he is only emulating the spiritual connection that we have to the real magic in the world, in the ionosphere, the connection that we have. He doesn't make spirit. He doesn't he doesn't have a profession and the belief system of spirituality. He believes in psyche. He believes in the logic and the rationality. He believes only in the tangible systems. But he understands that faith is also a plasma of tangible systems. You understand me? So he gets you to believe in everything that he's created and we argue with each other based on his creations instead of our ability to recreate or Indeed. create itself. So when he witnessed the spiritual power that hip-hop possessed during the golden era, right? When the gods were rapping, right? This is 86 87, 88, 89. What did he do? He infiltrated that industry and he controlled it and he took over and he upended it because he got rid of the gods and he brought in other rappers that were not rapping about the same thing that Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Latifah, Lakim Shabazz, uh, you know, Brand Nubian. You feel me? Good, good, you know, the vibrations where word was manifesting and they were seeing the people uplift because we are so magical right that we manipulated 
the English language through hip hop, and we right. the manipulated language of hip hop to terraform the slums. Keep in mind, the Bronx, where hip hop was traded, I was born in the Bronx. It was a slum. They were burning buildings. It looked like the Joker's got And the, 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 after, after Melly Mel did the message and whatnot, you started to see the whole society around us begin to conform. Man, make the money. Money don't make demand. So if hip-hop is a multi-billion dollar industry, we, brought, we, we created that in our vision at first. You know, it's unfortunate that, they, that these people who are, like you said, logical, meticulous, they don't do, they don't dance. They get money off the dancers. They don't dance. They go and book dancers, and they get a percentage off of booking the dancers. They don't dance. They promote the dancers. If you have a Jewish friend, you can get booked anywhere in America because they know how to sell a nigga. They be like, oh, I got this guy. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Stop there for a second. Because now they've always been the greatest sellers of niggas. Who they can sell a nigga? Because they done that back in slavery time. They were the ones who were speaking on how to bid. Look at this boy right here. You understand me? Big pecs. He's standing up here. This is the man, Dingo. Look at his legs. He's strong. He's fast. You don't want to miss without him. You understand me? You take him home. He can do every chore that you want him to do. And this boy can sing. Go ahead and open your mouth, boy. You understand me? They 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 look at black talent and black magic and say, I know how to sell you. Because why? Because they were selling the shit that sold us in the first place. They've been selling us ever since they've been selling us. Not only that, King. Look at this major key. Guess what else? Not only were they selling us, but they were resilient in selling us. Why? It's, it's the movie Skeleton Key. It shows you that. They in trading places show you that. They know how to sell us because they read the book about the original Jews. They're studying about the coming of the Messiah. They know who the Messiahs are. Remember, the conflict of interest between anybody melanated signing to a record label is that you're rapping about being the Messiah and you're rapping messianic and you have people at a label who would not acknowledge you as being the Messiah. For them to exist, for their story to make sense, for their whole purpose to be, they have to, it's, it's wrapped around the coming of their Messiah and they're usurping the coming of your messiahs because we ought to be lifted up. We ought to be, you know, we to be, we are the chosen ones. They're in the conflict of interest is that they're trying to usurp that throne. And it's impossible. So they're selling us up because they know who the great ones are. They know who the magic ones are. They know who the ones are. They study it. They be bobbing heads to us. They worship Saturn. They know who we are. Right. And, 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 and it's always been that way. And it will always be that way. The only power you can have over a people that has a historical record of being such a way is to appeal to their youth. You understand me? It's, it's how you change a people by finding their babies. You understand me? And, when, and, and this is the most dangerous thing. And one thing that we don't understand about this time is that we have the ability to appeal to every generation's babies and control that generation, you understand me, through the empathy first and then through the logic. 
and, and get them to acquiesce to our culture and get them to listen to our thought leaders and to dominate their minds to where they become rebellious to their own cultures that have, they have been indoctrinated to this entire time. The generation, this generation is a empathetic generation across the board in all cultures. Their children is becoming harder to control because they have these phones. They're not simply in a household listening to the parents. Now they're open to the world. I have young Jewish children. You understand me? When they go, they may listen to their rabbi on the weekend, but they listening to keys on the weekdays. You understand me? And so this interruption of frequency inside the household makes it much harder to control and indoctrinate and keep things the same way. So they have to create mass systems of control. You understand me? And they have to create empathy consistently for their own people. You understand me? Whites, and, and, and Jews and, and multiple other cultures have to do the same thing. So if we want to attack, we go to the youth all the time. We don't appeal yes, to no older I men. I agree with you. There's three things that are popping right now amongst the youth. And we have an ability to step into this world, into that world, and make our presence felt. Because keep in mind, we are in 2020. We are officially in the Aquarian age. The truth is going to resonate higher and faster and it's going to speak to people more than the falseness. The fake cannot, you know, I mean, when the truth is around and the fake, the, the fake and the truth can't be occupying the same space at the same time. So there's three, there's three industries we must disrupt. I know you see what the video game industry is doing. I know you see what I, we call it the fantasy industry. It's not just video games. It's the fantasy industry, a multi-trillion dollar industry. This is compromised of comics, video games. Remember, Grand Theft Auto V is the highest selling entertainment title of all time of any movie, any album, any entertainment, uh, uh, intellectual property and entertainment. Grand Theft Auto took that. Mm. So if we disrupt virtual, augmented, and video games, shout out to Derek Grace. He's showing you that he's doing that. He already disrupted. He's in there. Once, once DG kicks the door in, the door is open. The other industry is the movie industry, right? We have access to disrupting the movie industry because it's democratized now. We could create our own Tyler Perry Studios, we could create our own green screen studios the same way that they filmed a multi-billion dollar movie like Black Panther and the Avengers inside the warehouses that were well lit with green walls. We have the ability and the resources to do that. And then the other industry that we have to disrupt is the music industry and put the pressure on the old guard, these older rappers who are not rapping with purpose. We, we raise little baby up. We protect them because they're trying to kill him. That's that, I'm just throwing that out there. They're trying to murk the guard, right? We protect little baby artists like him who have a messianic energy, right? I'm not calling him Tupac. And, and I, I love what my son did because he's protecting, he's giving him a purpose. So the OGs speak life into the young gods. I had an OG call me, tell me that I was God when I was 13 and I was a knuckle dragger, right? 
and, and, and I believed him, and now I'm God. So with you, the seeds that you plant, they'll germinate. So for my son to say that little baby is the next Tupac, I'm like, speak to that young God. I, I, I mean, I he got it in him. He could do something if he really, you know, he could really do something. There's a few other of them like that. And then we got Sarah, we got Neelam, we got Jay Elect, we got a few people. We got Red and Blue, Campada. There's a lot of artists. We got Bashir. We have an industry already, Keys, right? We don't got the visuals the way that we don't got the movies the way that we need it. But the same thing that the conscious community did in the last 10 years is in the next 10 years, we're going to do it on a, in a multi-billion dollar industries like robotics, like technology, like video augmented and virtual is the future. Remember I said that. Oh yeah. I'm working on some, I'm working on some things. Look, look, mobilization, automation, digitization. I ain't just lay out the game for the people. You understand me? Behind the scenes, you know we're going to lay it out for them. What's going to come the rest of this year before December hit, the guys going to lay their stake and they claim and be their disruption. Be the disruption that the world needs. Now, listen, that's why I say it ain't no dangerous billionaires out here doing nothing. All of this capping for reparations, I could cap for it, right? If the checks come, I hope mine clear. You understand me? But I ain't tripping. I ain't capping off that. Because if I got a billion dollars, the disruption coming from me. You understand me? It's coming directly from me. And I'm going to target. I'm going to make my business to find every single young black genius in the world. I'm going to be like Professor uh, Xavier with the cerebral machine. You understand me? I'm finding all the guys and I'm getting them all funded. You understand me? And I'm going to make sure that that black world brain is producing, you understand me, the ideas and creating and sustaining the change necessary. You understand me? So I don't believe there are no dangerous billionaires in our community. You understand me? So yes. until until it is proven, and I'm not talking about with just a couple of strategic little moves. Oh, I moved this here. Oh, that was kind of, you know, I like bro did that. That was a little dangerous. Nah. Now, look, I understand that you have to move a certain way, right? Once you get into a certain field, of course, you don't want to die before the moves can be played out. So we always give our people the benefit of the greatness that they have in them, the benefit of the potential that they have in them to be able to think and make moves that may be constructive for the next 10, 20 years, or at least create a foundation that opens it up so that those like ourselves can make those moves in the generations that come um, after us. But I want to say this. Millennialism speaks on a thousand years. And it speaks that within that thousand years is that second coming of Christ. And that there's going to be a period of a thousand years of freedom, justice, and truth and enlightenment that reigns over the world after a great event. Now, the word millennial comes from that same word. That this is the generation of a thousand years. You understand me? Really 2,000. It doesn't just mean a finite number. So when I look at that, and I look at the events that created this millennial generation and the events that's going to create the next generation, that really we're not grading it because we allow society to tell us what the generations are. I think one of the best things they got was the millennial. And I think Gen X 
and Gen Z fall under that same thing. They're just different categories of millennials, but they're still all the same. And that this generation, the next one is the last generation. The same way that, or well, this really is the last generation, but that Donald Trump is the last president. You understand me? To be prophesized over is, is because that if we continue to perpetuate the idea that there are generations, then that means that there are no standards. You understand me? You can't, when, when we look at communities and we look at cultures across spectrum and time, they have standards and they have norms and culture and customs, not generations that are consistently different because that just means that we are grouped into the American events that take place, that transform the next generation like each president. But when there's a standard of a hereafter, there's a standard of an original people that move a certain way. When we reach that standard, that will be perpetuated throughout time. That each generation is not moved by every event that comes, but they have a higher level of ascension and they carry that on through the DNA. You understand me? And so where we at is we end and we come to the last generation that is moved by American events. But we had enough events so that now we know how to create the standards so we never go backwards. But we create a timeless generation. That's the goal where we at right now to create the hereafter where the white man mind never longer rules over our bodies, over our spirits, over our minds, period. And that we are divinely tapped in. We the last generation. Facts. And we consecrate it in ceremony. We consecrate it by gathering and celebrating each other, life, um, life and death, right? Because for those of us who have loved ones who have made transitions, you know, I feel that it's indicative of us to gather you know, we are we, 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 we exist in this cyberspace in this digital realm. But ultimately ultimately we know the opposite is true of what they're promoting in the media and society. They want us to stay away from each other. Mm. Ultimately we know that the power is in us gathering. All right. We have not seen what that looks like nor feels like this year, other than when we saw the brothers and sisters out there protesting. And I'm here to say this, if that were to carry on like the Paris protests carry on for about 14 weeks, we would not be in the COVID state of mind. We would not be wearing masks anymore. We wouldn't, we wouldn't all be in the house. People would be outside living their life. Things would have pushed a lot further. It would have been something bigger than people painting Black Lives Matter on the sidewalk. And, and, and you can see how how distracting these things are to us because, you know, you got the Tamika Mallory's, the My Sons, the Trader Truth out yeah, there, the Yandy Smiths and things of that nature that was getting locked up out there fighting for Breonna Taylor. For Breonna. And, and that moment would have been bigger if it had not been for all of the propaganda and the distractions that are happening right now. So even that was happening out there. It's being, because the news cycle is Nick Cannon, news cycle is whatever other thing that's yeah, yeah. going on right now, that the focus is no longer on the civil rights. The focus is no longer on white people coming out and explaining themselves on how they have a history of racism and a history of being blind to racism itself. So it's like, 
And the black dollar. Hold on. Mm-hmm. This 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 black dollar. We we listen. We put together the black receipts, right? And uh, we had over, I think, uh, how many receipts we do? Like six million, something uh, of that uh, nature. Uh, yeah, we, so we, five Yeah, we we reached the goal, right? Facts. Now, I hate moments. I like movements. You understand me? I don't like viral moments. I like viral movements. And so it's like something like that is supposed to be celebrated, pushed, and made the way of life. Now, some of us, of course, are not going back. But some of them have already decided that that was a moment and we did something good when it meant absolutely zero. I mean, it means less than zero. It's negative if it's not continued. It is wasted it is worse than doing it at all because it is galvanized energy that is dispersed and it was a celebratory moment without a win because the win cannot come in a moment. It has to come over time where it becomes a way of life and it produces a change and it has to be our way of repairment. So it is self-reparations. It is self-repairment. It is self-stimulus. So anything else outside of self means that there is a master outside of self that has to doctor our repairment, which means that we are incapable. We are in a minor position without the ability to manage our own repairment. So we can't we can't skip past the black dollar. I don't care what Nick Cannon is apologizing for. It ain't even about. Uh, a George Floyd, it ain't about a civil rights, it ain't about none of that. It is about us being independent and separated. And speaking of George Floyd, he disappeared from the headlines. So many of us, these, these movements, we allowed to be utilized our black bodies. And during that time, the Supreme Court upheld the civil rights of the sexual pride movement while at the same time striking down the protective immunity which was the real ask of the black standard you understand me but you've seen celebrities all over celebrating the trans celebrating the protective of the sexual pride movement but we are people with more sexual pride than black pride which means that we are acquiescing to our lower nature and not our higher side you understand me and so until we have more black pride then we have sexual pride because sexual even though of course everybody's it's, it's natural of course it's natural everybody is natural but there is a perversion of nature that can take place how do we know that because when we look at the sex courts we look at the pedophilias and the sex rings we cannot say everything is natural. We have to say that there is a point of perversion of when something is natural, that it goes beyond. And when we cannot specify and be definitive of what that point is, it allows it to become prideful. Now, pride is never really one of those things. They, you know, pride is not a really good thing when you look at it. Pride is a sinful thing to participate in. It's not, it's boastful, it's egotistical. But how did we allow that to become a central aspect, right, 
of, of cultural moments and DNA within black movements. So the sexuality of the black man or woman, I don't know what Elijah McClain wants. I don't know what none of these brothers or sisters that get killed are. When I hear them getting, and I see them get murdered in the street, not the first thing I ask, what was their sexual orientation? I just see a melanated being being wronged because I know for a fact that this white man would not know whether that brother was homo or not, and he would kill him just the same way. So no, I'm fighting for melanated people. That's it. Period. That's it. And I have one level of intersectionality. One level of entanglement. And it is not with groups. It is a pair. And that pair is the opposite of my charge. It's the moon to my sun, to my star. You know what I'm talking about? Right. It's that black woman. Why? Because the black woman is the most disrespected and unprotected. And the black man is the most unappreciated and targeted. And our sectionality that we can have when we come together and understand that, oh, that's the only place where I exist. Thank you for that word, intersectionality. But I only and, have it with the black woman. No one else. And, yeah, I got three children, so I've been recreated three times. And it's with a black woman. And I came from my mama is a black woman. So there's nobody else that is my equal but a black woman. So the intersectionality that these people speak of, I'm agreeing. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm intersected for life. I'm quantum entangled with black women. So one of the things that I wanted to point out that you spoke of is the fact that the conversation is, has always been, and will always be about ownership. This is a conversation, coincidentally, that was being had a hundred years ago by Marcus Mosiah Garvey, by Elijah Muhammad, and by Noble Drew Ali. Big up to the great three, to the big three. Yes, we're dealing with a trifecta that was moving things during the roaring 20s. Then, what happened? Black society tried something else. And then they tried something else. And we find ourselves back at ownership a hundred years later. Or slave ship. Or slave ship. And what was Garvey saying? Black star. Garvey was saying that the powers in the people, and what was he pushing the most? Self, 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 self. Self-made, self-dependency, self-perseverance. That's what he was on. Steam. It is the power of the man not to be shiftless, but to look in the deepness of his own heart and reach down at that beating heart and find life energy brought to him by him from the heavens and stars that inherited the earth of who he is. His cosmic DNA is not dependent upon a pale man to tell him when his job is. Not the entanglement of matriarchal intellect, not the patriarchal intellect, but the refinement of his soul like coal to become diamonds under the pressure that America has put such a fine man. The human being who is not a slave, but an engineer, a scientist, an outwitted man never, but a man who is very clever. A man who has started the 1919 building of the Black Star Line when I found out that the White Star Line, and I said, why not? Why can't we curate our own economic freedom? 
That is the type of people that we are. Africa for Africans. He was tapped in, man. <laughs> he was tapped in. One of the illest poets that y'all will ever read and listen to, Marcus Garvey. They bury him. They don't want to say his name because they have not figured out ways to exploit him. Right. They're hiding him. They're hiding Elijah Muhammad from you. We could give you Elijah Muhammad's speeches and you would think he was talking to you today. Right. These are prophets. These are messengers. This is a holy... Trinity, get familiar with them, family. Please. Hey, look, look, look. I, I really feel like that's all we need to put. We go create if we created a history book and yes. we only put them three brothers in it. That's you it. understand me? I'm talking about literally just them three brothers. Because and let's be a hundred percent now. No disrespect to anybody who came after them. No disrespect. But that is the the quintessential, right, piece of prof prophetic, messianic, intellectual, spiritual, whatever you want to get to, scientific, theological, biological, diabolical, occultic, esoteric, gnosis. You understand me? Prognosis, diagnosis. <laughs> well, they these yeah. brothers, I'm talking about. Those are the gods. And, 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 and if the black, if black people in America study just that trio, oh, man, you don't need nobody else. You don't. You tell me outside that trio who we have to put in there. Because you're going to be led to every other truth. I like what Phil Jackson did with Jordan and Pippen and them with the triangle offense. But there ain't no illa triangle offense in this community than that three right there. That's the trifecta, right? Yeah. They, they are right on time because keep this in mind, family, we're speaking about a 100-year dynasty. They could not be more on time. They didn't come, they came in the roaring 20s and we are finding ourselves back at a very precar precarious place where that conversation is been multiply and we don't die we multiply so their energy is here on a hundred thousand they they're they're inside of a hundred thousand maybe a hundred million of us can, can, because remember keys they move forward and they inspire father Allah they move forward and they inspire Khaled Muhammad Marcus, they inspire. You know, Father Allahu name my father. That's beautiful. You see how you see that's that's royalty right there. Then you have um, Jeff Ford. You have the L. Rukins, Larry Hoover. You have all of these offshoots. You got the Panthers. You got the Black Gorilla, the BGA Black Gorilla. You got the BGF Black Gorilla family. You got the Move organization. So I would say that they exist in millions of us right now. Millions of us. I'm not apologizing for nobody and nothing. I'm apologizing for being so goddamn dumb all of these years when I was a fucking knuckle dragger. That's what I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing to my mama. I'm not apologizing to Viacom or no goddamn, uh, no Pecker Woods who be lying while they smiling at me. Not in the midst of 
you know, Karen, in the, the Karen apocalypse, I'm not apologizing. They're falling. Their statues are falling in the water. How dare you? You know what I'm talking about? I'm not slowing down uh, the inevitable. I'm Thanos snapping. I'm coming through. I'm, this is snap music. I'm Thanos snapping this whole situation. You know what I'm talking about? Or everything got to go. Right. And and then on the on the, the on the women's side, like you go you go you gotta throw in Harriet Tubman. Ooh. Asada. For, for, for me, you gotta throw in there Mother Tarnetta. That's that's my personal favorite. You understand right. me? Um I'm I'm trying to think because the problem with history is that it didn't give platform for women that were outspoken, that women were more in the details of providing the backbone and nurturing the revolution and making sure that the ideas that men had could be brought out. Like even with the Panther Party and the Nation of Islam, without the women that were involved, there are none of these things. But the men would stand in front because these were dangerous jobs to be out there, to be the face of these things. So you have to understand that growing up in an era, especially in the 30s, that these men were standing out front. You understand me? And there were many women on the side and behind them, but it was way too dangerous to have a woman stand in front of all these men at that time, especially these men are facing the KKK, being lynched. These women couldn't walk around. These men could barely walk around by themselves anywhere. So that's why you have to understand why history had brothers up there. It's not because... They just wanted to it be on patriarchal, some patriarchal yeah. stumping. It was that these brothers had to stand up in the midst of other brothers who wasn't standing up. They had to put themselves as sacrifices for the world. You understand me? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, during the time in 1948, when they were publishing the final call and they were educating children against the curriculum of the United States, ended up having to go to jail for that. And at the same time, when they was fighting against the war efforts, he had to go to jail for that. You understand me? And some of the teachers along with him had to go to jail. Honorable Marcus Marseille Garvey had to go to jail for what he was doing. You understand me? Noble Drew Ali arguably was murdered and things of that nature. So you're talking about men who were having to make sacrifice and the FBI was on all of their helmets during that time. So you don't 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 make it. Don't think as if there weren't women. These were just men standing out front to be the targets. No, not only that. We should make it mandatory that when we invoke the great names of Marcus Garvey and Elijah and Noble Drew Ali, we also say their wives' names. Yeah, Claire because Muhammad, Mother Tanetta. That's right. It is the offset and is the Osar connection because they are the ones. Remember, you send them. You send the sons to war, but. Their divinity, right, is in the hidden one. The chess piece on the chessboard is the queen piece. In all kingdoms, the most fierce warrior is the mama. It's the woman. That's the most fierce warrior all across the board. But even in the chess game, who is out there cutting heads off? It's the king piece. He's moving on the board, body. He's drilling and whatnot. He's spinning the block. Yo, you didn't hit nobody? Who's telling you to go back again? She is telling you, spin it again. Spin it again. She protects the children, and she's going to make sure that daddy come home. 
So, right. yes, whenever we say Marcus Garvey's name, is it Amy Garvey? We got to say her name. Mm. When we say when we say Noble Drew Ali's name, it is his wife as well because no, I, I have not seen none of our great leaders stand on their own. All of them had women with them. Yeah, Amy All Garvey. All somebody who was their battery because, you know, and, and, and I didn't hear these stories where the woman brought them down, like a Delilah or whatnot. They, Malcolm's wife witnessed him being murdered with his five daughters standing there. She was there to the to the end. So when you say Malcolm, you gotta say Betty. Oh yeah, the prophet he had two, he had two, he had he had he had two, he had two as well. Pearl Drew Ali. You know what I'm talking right? about? If, 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 yeah, Sister Pearl. Were, yeah, Sabi had multiple wives. So when we mention these great men. We should make it uh, a mandate that we speak of the duality, the dualistic nature of why they are winning. Why are they our leaders? Why are they prophets? Why do we believe they are prophets because they were channeling? And who was able, who, whose womb brought it to life? Who brought these things to life? You know what I'm talking about? It was the, it was the women that they were with. That's how these organizations... The idea to think that these prophets, when Marcus Garvey was telling his wife the idea of UNIA, who do you think gave birth to that organization? When Elijah was speaking sweet nothings into his wife's ear about what he wanted the nation to look like and be like and how he was going to manifest ministers, who believed in him before any of his followers? It's the one who gives birth and recreate you, like I said, I have to forever be grateful to my divine reflection, one who I'm always entangled with, the mother of my children. Divine entanglement. Divine entanglement. Hmm. I wouldn't have it any other way. There's nothing that we can ever do to, to break that entanglement. It's a forever bond. We're married for life through this entanglement. By recreating, by coming to a divine idea, we gave birth to a divine idea, and it's living and breathing, and and it will perpetuate life, or he or she will perpetuate life. What, what's fucking with that? So we're not protecting that. If we're not, if we're not, if we're not finessing that, if we're not speaking life into that, if we're not fixing whatever's broken in that scenario or in that formula. We're not going to move forward going into this new shift. The new shift is about family, y'all. The new shift is about bringing these star seeds back so they could do to this planet what needs to be done. This planet is never going to change. It's never going to go anywhere. It's never going to blow up. It's always going to perpetuate itself. So we have nothing to worry about. Everything is going according to plan. Elijah Muhammad, by way of his lovely wives, told you, that America will fall. And he said to eat, to live. Is that not true during the coronavirus? I don't know vegans and raw food people who are sick. They're not worried, bro. I don't I, I don't mean to burst nobody's bubble, but they're walking around with a level of immunity based off of the ratio aspect. You know what the ratio is? That the 100 people around me is not sick. Right. No, two of them are, maybe. That's the ratio. So that's good numbers to move with. 
Just make sure you ain't one of them too. You all right. <laughs> I mean, I know dudes that survived it. Yeah, I mean, the mortality rate is like 0.1%. You understand me? So, you all right, people. Dudes got rocked after that Popeye chicken. I know a few people that got the COVID. After yeah. chasing down the Popeye chicken. Niggas going to tell you to eat anything and enjoy your life. And then when you hit the hit with that COVID, that's on uh, you. But you want everybody else to wear... Hold on, hold on, because... You want everybody else to wear a mask because you ain't, you ain't doing nothing right in your life. You want everybody else to succumb to the fear because you are at a higher rate of susceptivity because of how you live. But you made the choice. You said, I can eat how I want to. I can live how I want to. I can do what I want to. You only get one life. So shouldn't you be responsible for how you are susceptible during this time of the pandemic and the people who are eating right should they be able to live however they want to? That's your fault. If you get to live how you want to, how are we got to suffer? Because now you at greater risk. No, keep your ass inside and keep eating that food you've been eating. No bigger case for separation. No bigger case for separation. Remember when we was in Parliament, they said about reparations. We don't need to, re- you know what I mean? Women, you can't repair. You don't have to repair the woman. Because she cannot be broken because she's the giver of life. So there's no repairing the black woman. She don't need no repairing. So I'm in total agreement. They have, uh, there's people out here. I was in New York. The crackheads is wearing masks. And judging you, looking at you like you're strange. Because you are not succumbing to the fear. And you're not succumbing to the fear tactics and you don't have a you don't need a mask and they got they you remember how people have sagging jeans how brothers were sagging they in new york with sagging masks like if you're not gonna even wear the mask why you got on your face this shit is sagging and they out here looking mad crazy i mean the mental health situation in new york has deteriorated something disgusting and um you know, it's just it's, it's 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 sad, bro. But no, there's no way to solve this but to separate right now. And I'm just serious about that. We need to relocate and 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 and, and, and take ourselves out of these toxic environments because it's really getting a little more toxic by the day. You in LA? Yeah, they acting up out there, right? Yeah, man, I stay away they from these people. Make the stallion, man. What's going on in LA, man? God damn. Hey, man, don't come to L.A. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? You in that game and you ain't trying to get banged. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, L.A. ain't a nice place. Everybody getting knocked down at L.A. I don't know why people keep acting like it ain't what it is, especially if you in the game. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, this is the way I try to tell people, man. You know, Noble Elijah Muhammad said don't care. He said his believers are not to carry so much as a knife or a pen or a gun, right? Now, listen, that means that you're protected by the forces, you're protected by Allah, you're protected by the nation, you're protected by the movement, the standards that you carry in the way that you move. Yeah. But it also means that you got to be walking and towing a certain line to make sure that that protection is fell upon you because it's like, you know, that's that's kind of like wanting the job, wanting the judge to be your, uh, you're a criminal and you want the judge to be your witness. 
You understand me? That's not how it works. But if you're not a part of that, then you got to find a different way to protect yourself, right? So you you can't you can't you can't take the call of the messenger what he's told to his believers if you ain't one of them and say, well, I'm not gonna carry guns because the messenger said his believers don't. Well, you're not part of that. You don't get that protection, right? So now you got to move a different kind of way to protect yourself. You understand me? So you might have to get tactical strapped up because you ain't got the backing of the blessings. You understand me? You out there on your own. You got to move a certain way. You understand me? So you might have to be on your combat tacticals. Watch out. You understand me? And you might have to be professionally trained up and game banged up. You understand me? Otherwise, particular things start to happen when you get to move in the absence of the thought of knowing how to move. You feel me? So with that being said, man, what I'm trying to tell y'all is y'all better be careful out here in these streets. Understand me? Because everybody ain't got that divine blessing. <laughs> everybody ain't got the divine blessing. So however you protect yourself, live by that and train by that. That's all That's I'm saying. It's naive, man. But look, I'm about to tap out. Yeah. It's been very, uh, it's been a great bill, my good brother. You know, I wish you nothing but success. Likewise. Divine blessings, you know, and, and may may all of your visions manifest in real time. Likewise, and we live God. In day and day, we, yeah, we live in those days and times where that's all possible. Anything is possible. Everything all will happen. I, I, um, I create as I speak. You understand me? We're going to make it happen. You understand me? I hey, continue to be the pillar, man. Continue to pull people out the... Continue to pull people head out their ass and put foot on their necks. You understand you me? Already know. And, and, and continue to know. tap in as you've been doing for decades, man. Raising up a generation by um, speaking truth and honoring those who honor themselves. You understand me? And have some light to give to the world. You understand me? So you and your brother and your whole family are much appreciated during this time because we've all played our divine roles that will inevitably be seen, you understand me, years to come on how important they were, but we understand what they are now as timeless. Super facts. All right? Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.